Welcome to episode 19 of The Bullet List. And in this episode, we're talking to Robert Vass, co-founder of Joy. And you know, it is a joy. And I think, I, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to say that a lot during this episode. Uh, you know, Joy, for those who don't know, uh, Joy is a cloud-based platform. Um, it is a platform to plan and produce events. Um, and, you know, unlike a lot of the platforms out there, Rob actually used to be an event planner. <laughs> so for once, we have a platform that is built by an event planner for event planners. How cool is that? Uh, very cool. And and I know we're going to dive into it once we really get chatting with Rob, um, you know, but it, it's going to be amazing. Shall we do it? Let's go. You are listening to the Bullet List Podcast. Rob, welcome to the show. How are you? Very and good. I, Thank you. And I'm going to say this is actually going to be a cool fact um, that for the first time ever, we're actually doing this episode with people on three different continents. Uh, we've got North America, Europe, and Australia all representing on this one. <laughs> So, so for the listeners out there, that means, Bob, what time is it for you? Um, it's just come up to quarter to 11 in the evening. Rob, what time is it for you? Yep, quarter to eight in the morning. Yeah, and, it is, and it is almost, it's quarter to five here for me. And so right after this, it's beer o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I know we've talked a little bit about joy and what it is. Um, but I, I think it would be really important for everyone to hear from you, you know, how did Joy come about? And I know that you've got a little bit of personal experience in this because you used to be a planner, right? And and so yeah. I, I, and I'm going to go down a million rabbit holes because um, unlike a lot of things that we've talked about on the show, um, after you and I spoke the, the first time, um, I actually went in and did the free trial. And I'm going to tell everyone, this is not a plug. I'm not getting it for free. I'm actually now paying for Joy because I thought the product was that good. Um, so how did it come about? Oh, <laughs> well, thank you very much for saying the product was that good. And um, it came about because of pain and anguish. And really, that's that's where the no name comes from, because uh, event planning is one of the best things you can do in your life. But there's a whole lot of elements to it that are really frustrating. Uh, and updating spreadsheets probably ranks as one of the highest pain points there was. And I remember an epiphany moment. I was in Asia. I was doing a nine country roadshow for a client and i had nine sources of information i had to update and redistribute and i spent too many evenings in hotels at three o'clock in the morning updating and distributing information which then people actually didn't have the right version anyway when you got on site so joy came about really from going there's got to be a better way of dealing with all of this information yeah. And I, and you know, you know, having used the product, um, you know, it is actually super, super easy to use. And I think that, you know, you know, no hiding it. There are other products that, that 
that are in this same space. But I think that the problem is they're, they're difficult, right? You know, some of them yeah. are very, very good, but it's, but it's like bringing a nuclear bomb to a duck hunt where, you know, I, when I jumped into joy for the first time, um, it was so easy to use, right? You get it, right? There wasn't really a learning curve. You know, I, I think as someone, you know, you're Australian, you know, I, I'm an American, you know, there were little things with nomenclature, right? You know, a yeah. word here or there was a little different, but beyond that, the it was so easy to use. Um, so- And that, that was, I was say, that was, that was um, one of the most interesting things in developing Joy, because we, we had this task of developing something that could handle all that complexity that you have around events, but do it in a way that was intuitive. And, uh, and so that was our target right from the beginning. And we had to keep it that way, uh, which was, I'm very pleased to hear your feedback because you're saying <laughs> we've achieved that to a degree, you know, that it is intuitive. So, um, so how long has it taken to to create this? How long how long has it been available now? Um, well, well, our timing was perfect. So we we started developing it, um, probably two thousand and nineteen, and we were ready for our first commercial version of Joy in November two thousand and twenty. Uh, sorry. Um, March 2020, which is a time that pretty much everyone remembers because that's when COVID hit. <laughs> so we had a whole lot of um, people lined up and using it. And, and uh, you know, we'd, we'd got a lot of beta users from the industry, which is brilliant. And they all cancelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, so well, this is kind of a side down our little rabbit hole because you know, as as we do on the bullet list, we go down a lot of little rabbit holes. Did you find that people were able to effectively use it for virtual events? Um, and that's kind of a loaded question because the you know before we actually come on and, and do the recording, we were chatting, and I said I, I'm bringing one client into it. We're onboarding them into it um, in a couple of weeks. All of their events are virtual, and it, it works well. Yeah. So. Um, the we had a few uh people that went straight into virtual event planning on it and one of the big things with joy i don't know if you got to this keith is the facilitator notes so you can create a script and you can share that with all the operators so they can see the script and because you know enjoy everything's shared via a url it stays live so as you change the script as things happen during the day, you can update the script and everyone gets the update automatically. So the uh, the planners who were ahead of the curve, um, yes, they adopted that and they could see the functionality enjoy plus scheduling, you know, speakers for pre-records and things like that. Um, but we found a lot of planners just went into cognitive overload. Like they were so their world was turned upside down so much that they actually didn't have the headspace to take on anything. Um, it was really focused on, I've just got to get a virtual event happening. I don't know what it's going to be. And I don't know how we're going to. Well, and, you know, and we live that, right? Because, you know, when we did the, you know, we were fortunate in that we had done our first virtual and hybrid events back in 08. Right. So, yeah. so the, the learning curve was, was, there wasn't one for us. We just kind of moved right into virtual and it was like, okay, this is what yeah. we're doing now. 
Um, but with the speakers, the clients, all of that, it, everything was being managed for basically for us, it was in Excel and or Smartsheet. Whereas, you know, if I had had a tool, if I had known about a tool like Joy right in 2020, it would have been, a, uh, it would have been really good because then I could have brought the, cl for the clients, they could have gone through that learning curve at the beginning. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I do think we're, we're actually getting ahead of ourselves because I, I think one of the things we needed to, we should probably talk about is, you know, what, what issues in for event planners and you know people who run events what are all of the facets you know that that joy uh, solves right you know we yeah. know that event managers are in a silo program the program team is usually in a silo all of your suppliers are in a silo you know give us that big overview of joy yeah um so uh i mean you alluded to that i i my background is um you know, I worked in AV production for a long time, then became a production company, then went into content uh, development. And so uh, I sort of got this exposure. And uh, I guess one of the things that was most telling for me was moving into the program and content side and how much time and effort people put into that and how little not only the planner, but also the suppliers knew about the pain and anguish they were going through. And there was a lot of complaining on supplier side going, oh, if I knew this earlier, I could have done a much better job. So with Joy, because uh, you know the, the heart of Joy is that program builder and being able to build a program and collaborate around content, um, because you're getting that visibility down to the planner and also down to the suppliers, if you're all collaborating on Joy, it actually really empowers people to do a better job. Um, and that's that's sort of quite intangible to measure from a, a business perspective. But just having that visibility, and, and by the way, you know, we did uh, before this talk briefly about version control, and I think everyone's used to, you know, programs and schedules and things being final version V3. No, honestly, this is the final version. <laughs> you know we're we're you we're used to that and and just just the wasted time in going in in double guessing yourself because you're going is this the real version i mean i remember in production you would go to a website and uh look because that was the most updated uh up-to-date version of the program you could see which is whatever they are publishing but that could be out of date and you were making really poor decisions. So with Joy, um, bringing those three elements together, the, the people who develop the content, the planners and the suppliers, and giving them complete visibility. And with Joy, you don't have a version control issue. You're all on the same page because there is only one page. You've got the version you're looking at. It's always going to be the current version. So you remove that self-doubt and that questioning and you give people a real insight into uh, what the others are doing and can and therefore be more supportive. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, and I'll just go, I, you know, how many times, you know, to that point, have you sent Excel spreadsheets to everybody that's got the current schedule for the event and the bus company didn't get the latest version and so the bus come the buses are either late or they're super early because they're not on the right time yeah yeah absolutely 
and and that stuff happens all the time and also we we assume um you know i always marvel at the complexity of some events the simple events can grow quite complex you got a lot of moving parts and and we we develop spreadsheets because we've got no other tools and we send them to people and expect them to understand them <laughs> and and a lot of people just look at it and they're their brain goes blank they can't understand how the content is presented so simplifying or making uh being able to filter and make the information really simple for the person who's receiving it is a crucial part of it and i and i will say um you know you just said what what are reasons you should use joy i mean that that collaboration and doing better events is re is really my personal driver you know i i love events and i think a lot of events uh there is a detraction from delivering the best content because you're so worried about the logistics so um you 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 you're putting too uh too much efforts going into making sure things happen at the right time but not what happens and and you want to be able to put more effort into what happens so that that side and and on a really practical side it just saves you an awful lot of time well imagine if you're a planner right and and you can get everybody and now mind you to get everyone to use any any tool like like joy or whatever it happens to be the first time is it's going to be twisting arms yeah. and it's going to be cajoling them to do this but if everyone let's say in a perfect world everyone jumped right in and started using the tool as a planner you're absolutely right. The ability to spend how much more time on the content and what's up on stage, not the stage, right? Yeah. You know, you you could, I mean, your events would be so much better. You know, we could get away from, from conferences where every single session is a panel. Yeah. Right. Cause you'd have time to experiment <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. And you, and you know, it's, it, it empowers you. And that's, that's the key thing is to see some, you know, you're, you're, you're juggling all of these balls. If, if, that, if that stress and energy that goes into just controlling things, I mean, how many times do you have to answer the question, what time do we have room access? You know, how many times do you have to answer the question, is, is this performer available at this time? You know, they're an executive and, they, and we want to arrange a meeting. When are they going to be free? Um, you, you know, you spend so much time uh answering questions because you're the holder of all the information um when you can actually give people access to that information so they can self-manage themselves a little bit more and you can get on with actually co really concentrating on the on the thing that you want most which is a brilliant audience experience well and I Oh, go ahead, Bob. Sorry. Sorry. No, I was, we've touched on it briefly, but um, about getting people into using the platform and then being productive. But what's the learning curve like? I mean, how quickly do you think someone become kind of proficient on, on it? Because it, obviously there's lead time to say, right, we're all going to use this platform now. We all want you to use it. But obviously, you know, it's going to take time for them to learn it. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was thinking. So as I said, they, they've adopted a new platform. She said, "I've got about three months of onboarding videos to go through," and you know, right. yeah, that, that's agony. No, the whole point with Joy is if you're if you're using it for the first time, and Keith will correct me if I'm wrong here because he's in it, but it's about thirty minutes to an hour. Um, you sort of get your 
your head around it. If you're bringing someone else in, um, we have this term workforce. So anyone you're going to collaborate with on the event you bring into the workforce, um, they, the whole point of the platform is they can learn pretty organically. So they learn just by watching you. You know, you collaborate with them, you show them, you know, the program, and you do a few things, and they'll actually pick it up as they go along. So it is a very short learning curve. Um, you know, there are some things people don't discover for a little bit, um, but to actually use the the functionality and get your head around joy um, is pretty quick. So I've 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah, you know, and I, I'll actually agree with that. And, and you know, because I, I, I'm not usually a good test only because I'm in tech all the time and because I have different clients that use different tech. I'm so I'm, you know, I'm in this platform one day and this one and another, I'm used to poking around. Um, but I will say, so for me going into Joy, I kind of didn't have a learning curve, right? I just kind of read everything and kind of was like, click, click, click. I'll tell you the longest thing it took me to figure out, and it took me all of about 35 seconds, was how to set the time on how the duration of a session. Because right. you know why? It was easy. All you had to do was click on the time and change the time, right? I was actually looking, I was hitting the edit button. I was doing all these things and I'm like, oh, that was easy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then smack myself upside the head because it was, just, but I, I, speaking of getting, and I get really excited when I, when, when it's something that I like, but, you know, one of the coolest things was the ability to bring information in, right? So for speakers, right? you activate a link for a speaker and you send them the link and they click on it. And that's where they enter their information, their, their picture, their headshot, whatever it is, their bio. It's, I mean, it's no more grabbing it out of an email, copying, paste it into an Excel spreadsheet. Then someone copies and pastes it to a website because I think one of the cool features of joy is the ability to embed like the program in those things from joy onto your conference website. So there truly yeah. is one source of truth, right? Joy is the truth. If you update the the program schedule, it's updated on the website because it's being it's going right over there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and you you've got uh, full control of that. Uh, and that whole URL sharing to collect information and distribute information, I think is one of the key differences between joy and anything else so you know you can do that with with your speakers with your sponsors with your exhibitors um you know collect all that information you need from them um those urls actually when we when we launched joy uh the urls were uh we had it so you as a performer you had to log in and create a password and we actually got a whole lot of user feedback going this is our our biggest bane of every other system is uh is that they have to log in and they never remember their password and they you know do half the stuff and then they they forget about it and you can't get them to complete the information they end up sending it to you in an email so that uh secure url because it's it's you know you send it to someone and it's single use they fill in the details to click it and it closes um, and you can send it back if needed. But that thing has just made it so much easier for everyone because you're just reducing every, you know, the amount of time someone has to spend on something and, and just the 
effort you have to put into doing anything. Um, and with speakers particularly, that's really important. You just make it as easy as you can for them. Yeah, and, and this is one part I'm not to yet, and I think you just answered the question, but you can do the same thing with your exhibitors, with yep. your sponsors, right? So, so, you know, again, it goes back to making that data collection so easy, um, yep. which, it, I mean, truly, that is right now with the, again, with the one client I was on the phone with right before we were recording this, you know, we were going through they can't get the information from the speakers, right? So I'm like, okay, great. From For the future, we'll be able to send a link. Now that's only going to be 80% of them will click the link and do what they're told. But that means we only have to mess around with 20%. Rang yeah, wrangle the, the other 20. And the nice thing as well is the other thing was a lot of systems restrict it. So, you know, you you create a speaker and the, and they have to create a login and they're the only person that can touch the information. With Joy, um, you can send that URL to anyone. So, uh, you know, if you've got an executive or you've got someone else who's, who's painful, you can always send it to someone they work with and go, hey, can you fill this in um, and uh, get them to do it. So, so there are, there's more versatility in that way. Yeah, and I think one of the, one of the great things um, is the ability as well, talking about bringing information, the sharing of information is, was the workforce component, right? So you can have varying levels of access to the information. Um, so for example, uh, the AV team can have viewing rights, right? So they can come in and yeah. they can see things, but they can't mess around and delete things. Um, you know, anyone who has to bring anything to the venue can, can get in there and get their information, which, you know, again, going back to that spreadsheet thing, it just makes life so much easier for everybody. Yeah. And, 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 and I like the, um, you know, you, you bring the venue in as, as the workforce. And as you say, you can set the appropriate access level and, um, and you get them to put room access times in, um, into joy directly into the schedules. And so when you get on site and they're not there at five o'clock in the morning, you go, you know, we're meant to be here. You put the time in. It was you that did it. Uh, you know, uh, so there's accountability, uh, the correct, um, you know, positive, constructive accountability, um, because yeah. everyone can see what everyone's doing. Yeah. Well, and same for um, all the other people who are coming, right? If you've got registration staff, if you've got people that are supposed to be in rooms, everybody knows their, their schedule. And then you did kind of touch on one thing that I thought was really cool, the facilitator notes, right? Yeah. You know, it, I, I, the one thing I guess I'm, I'm trying to is it really is your entire event is within joy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. which is so cool. And, and, you know, uh, and as you, as you get to it, so, you know, the, the whole, it's the organic creation of the information that you need to deliver the event. So one, one thing about joy is, you know, you're talking with the client, um, you've put the program together um, and, you know, you, and if you had a chance to play around with the fact you can drag and drop sessions and it's really easy to change times and stuff like that. So it actually makes putting a program together a whole lot more fun because moving a session in, in the old way was, oh, that's going to be like 30 minutes work if we move that. So maybe we won't move that session. I don't care about the audience. I don't want to do the logistics. Um, but here you can just move it and it updates everything, updates everyone's schedules, all that stuff. So you can do in a second, you can do 30 minutes work. Um, in that regard, 
but you can also then start adding things like the staging notes. So if you're going through it and the performer goes, oh, I actually, I'm going to be doing a live demo, so I need a plinth on stage and we've got to have that. I need hardwire. Um, you can put that in. Uh, you can actually put that into their session and it stays with them on their session. And the way the, the on-site schedule works, because it's all mobile friendly, you click on that session on your on the schedule you've been sent as the AV company um, because you can filter it out and they just see the schedule they need. When they hit that session, they're going to see the staging notes and they're going to see the presentations. They're going to see everything they need. So they can work through the day um, and not be sideswiped by someone going, but I said four months ago that I needed this on stage. So it's really easy to record that sort of stuff. And likewise, you know, that whole facility to write notes when you're putting a session together, you know, from the, the session description and, uh, and title, you don't necessarily know whether it's going to be a good session or not. It might be all around the way or the context that the performer presenter delivers it in. And you can put those notes in. So when you come up with the idea of, hey, wouldn't it be great if we had a session that did this? Normally, you put the title in the, you know, like your program planner, and you forget that context or it gets lost uh, somewhere down the line because it's six months uh, before the event that you put it together. Well, you can, you can actually put that in um, into the session, uh, which will then feed into the performer brief. So when you're actually going through the session with the performer, you've got your reference to the context and tone and everything else you want to do for that session. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's that um, organic growth of information. And what normally makes a really good planner is someone who, you know, you can tell them anything at any time and they remember it and they note it and they, and they, but it normally means that they become a human electron because they've got to bounce around everywhere to make sure that information gets to go because it's, it's personal delivery. Um, this right. takes some of the this takes some of the um, the stress off the planner and makes you, as I said, empowers the planner. You know, you're you're feeling like you're you're in control of your team of wild horses that you're that are galloping along, um, as opposed to having them all running in different directions. That sounds really cool. I, I must say, I do like the idea of the whole thing being mobile friendly because you know if you're wandering around trying to get organizing things you don't want to keep dashing back to a laptop because that's how it looks better you know you, yeah. you've got a mobile phone or a tablet you just swipe through oh yeah i need to do this so take you you know you can look at the run of the show run off yeah. show run off the show however you say it and you could just flick through it and just see where you are at now at any time yeah and and that 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 whole scheduling on-site scheduling all, all of that and and you'll see when you play around with the things like the performer briefs and the exhibitor briefs, they're all mobile friendly. So, you know, we're relying on the fact that performers don't look at their schedule until the last possible minute. And no, never. <laughs> <laughs> they go, where am I meant to be now? And, and you know, and, and rather than searching an email for a, a beautifully presented uh, PDF, which is their speaker brief, and they're trying to find out what time they're meant to be somewhere, uh, on the first morning, they've got a mobile-friendly thing. They click on the schedule and they see everything that they everywhere they need to be. And it's not just their 
session time. It's, you know, you schedule and you tag people to things in the schedule. So if they've got an interview, you can put that in. If they've got a rehearsal time, you can put that in. If, you, if you've got a green room, you can schedule or, or speaker prep room, you can schedule every one for the speaker prep room and that will appear in their schedule. So all of, all of that stuff, which is a lot of cognitive effort, becomes possible. What's really cool is 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 it's a platform that's planner-led, not a bunch of techie guys come out with a really good idea, you know. Yeah, because I'm not techie at all. Well, it, <laughs> not, the thing I is, mean, I am I'm techie to a degree, but I'm I'm I'm, but certainly, yeah, it was never tech-driven. But that's actually what makes it work, right? Somebody who somebody who would act who actually needed the tool developed it. Yeah. Right. You know, it, you know, when you look at, you know, totally not related, but related, you know, if you look at all of the virtual event platforms that exploded, um, you know, post COVID or, or just as COVID was starting, they were all built by tech companies that didn't have any planners on staff. And so yeah. you got things that planners found confusing, were difficult to use. But when you look at the virtual event platforms that succeeded or are now still rolling, you know, I'll, two of them, Hubelo and Airmeet, both of them looked to planners to tell them how to make it better. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, you know, having this tool, I mean, I got to tell you, when I opened it up for the first time, you know, you know, you and I had had a conversation and I, you know, boom, boom, boom. I found a few hours where I, you know, could sit and, and log in. And I went in and I went, huh, this really is easy. <laughs> and, no, uh, but, and, happy. and I, you know, I think, I think that's, that's one of the things, you know, for anyone who's listening, any planners that are out there listening, A, they have a free trial. Um, so it, you know, it's not going to, you know, yes. you, you know, you, yeah, you don't have to put any skin in the game to give it a go. Um, you know, but literally the first, 20 minutes I was in there. I'm like, okay, I'm paying for this. Right. It's, it was that easy. That's fantastic. And look, and we, you know, the, I, I looked at, we, we, we thought long and hard about the pricing strategy and we went, look, we just want joy to be something anyone can use on any event. And, um, and so that's why if you do actually start paying, you start paying $20 a month. So it's hardly going to break the bank. <laughs> well, that's actually a huge point because one of my biggest problems with a lot of the tech companies out there or companies that have tech for planning, you know, or virtual events or whatever, is they were always hunting whales. Um, you know, they're going after these massive accounts that, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they leave behind the small and medium sized associations or, you know, organizations that may not have deep, 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 deep pockets for really super expensive tools. Whereas yeah. I looked at your pricing and I was like, oh, that's fair. Right, right off the, right off the bat. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, that's totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and look, we wanted to make it, you know, you, you have a lot of people that will use technology on their major events. So they might do 400 events a year. They're using the technology on two or three of those. And then everything else just sort of goes back to scraps of paper. And we wanted to create a tool where you could go, look, it, it, if you have all of your events in one platform, it just makes it a whole lot easier to manage everything around it because you've got full visibility of what's going on. Um, and a lot of this stemmed from um, 
you know, I, I ran an agency and we had 30 people. And uh, the small events were the things that stuffed us up because we had a whiteboard that <laughs> everyone tried to get, you know, for just in a communal area because that was the, you know, we tried calendars and they were never, you could never trust them 100%, things like that. So just having a calendar of events that you could believe was a really big boon. Um, and that you could enjoy if you got all that, because you know it's the event day, because it has to be, because um, right. that's when everything's going to happen. Uh, and so you got that aspect of it. And the other aspect of it is is actually, you know, if you bring a staff member on or you're working with someone, how do you, Keith, get all the information that you've got in 20 years about events into their head? Onboarding people or bringing other people on is a really long process because there's so much about events that um, you know intuitively that you've got to collect this information at this time, have this conversation, and you know, and how it's going to grow. And, the, and one of the really nice bits of feedback that we've had on Joy is that they're going, it's really helping us onboard people because the you don't have that cognitive overload of trying to understand your filing structure for an event or where a piece of information goes. Or, you know, because if you've got if you're onboarding a new event planner, they might not understand what needs to go into the schedule. But if they collaborate with their suppliers, and the suppliers go, well, actually, no, we're going to need room access at four o'clock because you, we've got a rehearsal at seven, and it's going to take us three hours to do that. Now, those things are getting discovered much earlier in the piece, um, whereas before it would just be, you know, that horrible, desperate rush around, um, you know, three days before the event when you discovered there's a major issue. Yeah, well, and and I'll tell you, here's a a very quick story because I know we're we're getting close to time. But, you know, we actually had an event once where one spreadsheet had the wrong date. And so the whole team is on the way. And it was it was just a a single evening event. It was like a big conference. And early in the day, we're on our way to the venue and the venue had contacted us and the AV company wasn't there. And so we call the AV company and they had the old sheet. They're like, wait, it's next weekend. We're not supposed to be there. <laughs> right know. now. now nightmare. <laughs> well, fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, the AV supplier was close to the venue. So they threw some stuff on yeah. the truck and it, it ended up fine. You know, but if let's say we were out in Palm Springs, California, and yeah. the AV company was coming from L.A., right? That event would have crashed and burned. Um, whereas this is why I love the the ability to have not only the current event, but you have the history, right? All of your events yeah. are in there. Yeah. Everything lives in one place. And and to your point about onboarding somebody, if the whole event part, let's say that a whole event department gets laid off, whatever, the new people can come in and see that history. They're not searching through, you know, Dropbox folders and drive folders and box to find all of this stuff because it lives in one spot. Yeah. And look, and, and you know, and you're always thinking the hit by a bus scenario available and you've got to pick up what they're doing. Um, if you're, if you're managing your events in joy, if, if you know, if you've got to pick up a team member's event, uh, for a period of time, then you know where everything is. You know you can yeah. you can go in there and in ten minutes, and you you're not second guessing yourself because you know it's it's the actual version. 
as opposed to going into someone's folder and going, which one of these final versions is the final version? Yeah. Uh, you know, what email was that in? Yeah. Well, this, this is the thing, because if you think about it, um, we have so many options for so many different platforms now. Info information is coming in via email, via Slack, via Messenger. It's something you yeah. publish on the website, and somebody might actually phone you. I mean, do we still do that? Picking up a I phone. I try not and, to. Yeah, <laughs> it's aggravating, isn't it? It's stressful. Um, but it's it's all this multitude of information coming from all directions through different channels, each one requiring a, a password, a username, or I can't access my emails, I've left my phone at home. You know, there's all that sort of thing going on. So if you're able to sort of grab the information by other means, because you're sending a link, they have to fill out a form, the information's in the site, it's enjoy. So it's, that's obviously got to be a time saver and also to make sure all information is accurate. Yeah. Time saver and stress saver. Well, the, yeah. true, because the more eyeballs you have on anything, the less likely you are to have actually mistakes, right? So, yeah. and, and and that's something, you know, and I'll even admit to mistakes. I make mistakes all the time, right? We all do. You know, I actually sent something to an incentive client the other day and I had hit, control C, control V, and on a, because again, this is somebody who only uses Excel on the wrong cell. And luckily, you know, luckily it was somebody's activity, you know, and, you know, it, they were getting a, what was it, a facial instead of a massage, um, you know, so it wasn't the end of the world, but, you know, mistakes it, can. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, when they're, and when they're buried in siloed documents, they're difficult to uncover. Yes, a lot of a lot of cross-referencing and a lot of double checking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, move move that out. Yeah. So so bring us home with some with some bullet points on why people um, or or you know your bullet points on joy. But you know, <laughs> so um, you know, primary reasons to use joy. Uh, business reasons to use joy one because you're going to save yourself a whole lot of time and the time is going to be that time that's most precious to you so two weeks before the event the number of evenings you stay up till four or five o'clock in the morning because you've got to update and it changes to them, you take that time away so you're taking away the most painful time in the process uh, and reducing stress but i guess for me, emotively, why you should use joy is because I genuinely believe that if you use joy, you can empower everyone in the process to work towards delivering a much better event. And I will add in there, it, it is a joy to use. Oh, thank you very much. Blimey. <laughs> so oh, speaking, of, speaking of which, on the website, I've noticed that you have joyful humans. Yes, J O I F U L humans. Yes, joyful. Brilliant. So, Rob, thank you so much for being our guest today. It was absolutely oh. fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's very much appreciated. And we'll have you back. I mean, this is obviously something we can keep talking about. There's a lot to it. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, yeah. I, I think after I, I would love to do a follow up on this one, uh, you know, right after I get all of my clients in and I'm, I'm going to see if I can actually get one in here 
to to be a guest. So we'll have we'll have a, a client who's using it just because I, again, I it's one of those tools that I think does actually have um, the ability to have great change in the industry, right? If if we get enough people that adopt it, it can actually change. It can get us off off of Excel because Excel, yeah. as good a tool as it is, it's. It, there's it's, been there. it's, it's been there since 1987. It's about time we moved on from it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll close it out with that. Again, Rob, thanks so much for being here. And Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Bullet List Show. You can find more episodes on our blog at bullet-list.com or on your favorite podcast platform. The blog has an RSS feed so you can keep up with the latest news there's also a podcast RSS feed if that's what you prefer. Both feed girls can be found on the blog. Finally, we have a Facebook group where we welcome your feedback, ideas for topics and suggestions for guests. Please come and join us. We're looking forward to seeing you there.